happy Saturday night, my paranormal fanatics. I must apologize for not being on my regular scheduled time. Um, it's been, it was brought up to me a couple times today, late evening, that I was, you know, people asked me if I was going to be live tonight. I'm like, why? And uh, come to find out, I'm supposed to be. This is my normal night. I don't know what happened. Well, I was sick. I lost track of time or dates and just, I don't know. <laughs> so I apologize for being on a little later. Um, hopefully, um, we'll have a decent show. We have Wow waiting in the background for us. Um, I look forward to chatting with him. We have no real topic per se. He was nice enough to to join me on this night with very little notice. He's one of the ones that reminded me that he, that I'm supposed to be on tonight. And, uh, and so he, I, I kind of wrote him into it. Um, so without further ado, 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 let's bring Jay well on. Hey Jay. Hey, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. Jay is feeling awfully shy tonight. Um, well, it's not so much shy. I'm kind of taking care of parental issues right now, and I don't think the audience would want to see. <laughs> yeah, you're probably hanging out in the bathroom, right? <laughs> uh, kind of close. Kind of close to that. <laughs> hey, guys, feel free to comment on what you'd like to talk about tonight, because we really don't have nothing planned. So feel free to, to uh, just kind of hang out and and help us figure out what to speak about, other than parental um, duties. <laughs> so, how are you doing tonight, Jay? You know, actually, one of the better days. Having one of the better days. Yeah, I know, without going into a lot of details, I know that you've had uh, some personal things going on in your life, and it's good to hear that at least one day is getting better. Hopefully, every day will get slightly better. Can only hope. I imagine in some ways they will. I, I can imagine. It has to get warmer sooner or later. Well, you uh, don't like the cold weather? You know, they got me on blood thinners, and I think it's making me colder. Ah. Um, thankfully, it's only for about another 10 days or so. So I could start getting back to normal. <laughs> Define normal. Warm. Being warm, even when it's cold. Oh, I thought you said you would be getting back to normal. Yeah, as normal as possible for me. Um, I'm still lost on my days. My, my days and schedules are still running amok. Yeah. <laughs> if I could quote a hocus pocus thing. Oh, I think steal it for all it's worth. <laughs> a muck, a muck, a muck. So, what's your your hopes for in 2022 as far as the paranormal goes? Honestly, don't know. <laughs> you don't know? I am kind of chuckled a little bit because of what Mr. Consultant says. Muckery? Muckery. 
See, people are trying to create new words here. <laughs> He's making a muckery of your show. Yeah, I think so, maybe. And lots of fedora. Can you see the comments or? Uh, hold on. Yeah, now they're starting to come in. Muckery and lots of fedoras. Beautiful. Nice. nice. <laughs> um, so thank you for the thumbs up. And if anybody else feels so generous, thumbs up and all that. Share. All right. Now I'm back. Oh, that was unexpected. <laughs> it's all sudden. Well, I can, we got I can move back out if you want. No, no, you're good. Because it, it feels weird when I'm chatting with somebody that has the avatar up. It's fine. I understand sometimes people are not in the right situation to have the video up, but I'm like looking everywhere but the screen. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird to do that, in my opinion. So uh, I asked you about 2022 paranormal. Um, you said what again? I'm sorry, I got I distracted. Don't really know what to really look forward to in 2022. How about more more orbs? More orbs. I don't think we get enough orbs. I, I don't think I agree with that statement. I was thinking like more along the lines of like more famous places to go to. Oh. I think that would be all right. Was the question more along the lines of what would I look forward to as far as paranormal investigating goes or sure. once again, folks, there's no topic here tonight. We're just kind of winging it because I lost track of everything and j was nice enough to point it out. So I threw him under the bus. Her unity day is a good one to look forward to. Don't you agree? Unity Day. Yes. That sounds like that sounds like a paranormal consultant plug on a spirited chat show. It is. It is. Oh he man. Likes to do that. Isn't he baking pies at Domino's right now or something? <laughs> yeah, that's why I had uh, Little Caesars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I don't know what this person is saying hello Kawa Kawa sorry for butchering the name if I butchered the name oh. if that's not spam if it's not spam say hello nope delivering <laughs> well <laughs> okay people I guess you just got lucky Mr. Fedora for a minute um till he pops back in so, yeah, this year I'm kind of looking forward to um, – he's back already. I was getting ready to go into the whole spew of things about how I despise him and all that. Or, I mean, hey, Jay, welcome back. <laughs> Don't let me disappear and let you talk about me behind my back. Just say it. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, spammer. Uh, Matt says spammer. That sucks. It's all right. I mean, every YouTube channel has it. So, speaking of YouTube, I could not. I, I there's probably other videos that I would have chose 
for this gentleman to use on his top 10 list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that video was not very flattering of, of Mr. Fedora. And it was an older interview of me and Mr. Consultant, as you can tell. I was going to say, definitely an older one, because that's when he was bleach blonde. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I I don't think he even started his show at that point. If he had, it was only one or two episodes, a few episodes. So (laughs) he he wasn't down in his office where he has his setup and all that. With his fancy little green screen in the background, you know, and his vibrating light up chair and the right yeah, that's like, like stuff. that's like you know that's what happened to my green screen if you guys want to go back and watch it um the video that says this is my house haunted i had a green screen up for a while and something tore it down and i just never put it back up <laughs> and doing my show in the bedroom <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's where i'm doing this one yeah. You're just jealous of my vibrating chair, Jay Wow. Laugh out loud from the consultant. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to come down to Danville and I'm going to try out that chair. <laughs> He's got such a fancy chair for his shows. I got an old kitchen chair. Um, but if anybody in the audience has a question for us, it doesn't necessarily have to be paranormal related, but it does have to be at least PG-13 related. Because, well, I won't say this is a family show per se, but we do try to keep things decent. <laughs> As we hit silence. <laughs> but So, if you could have any piece of equipment for the group what would you like to have and let's not get extravagant with the ecto one or something like that i'm talking about real things that we could purchase also i can't delve into like sci-fi fantasy and all that and pluck something out of fiction only if you got money for it (laughs) i think it's more along lines of engineering technology and then money but that that's true too uh, if I could do anything, I'd probably say the proper DVR equipment. See, I'd like to get away from the DVR. And my reason yeah. for that is because it's... it's, And it might be better now because you got to think when we bought our DVR, it was, what, 15 years ago? <laughs> it's been some time anyways. Um, but it, to when we were switching the video off the DVR to the computer Mm. and then over to some kind of form that could be used for sharing with our, our uh, followers. It took a lot. It was like, it would take for one camera and a couple hours of video It would take like eight hours. We had four cameras. So you're talking about a lot of time. Yeah. I never got to sit through any of that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Trust me. <laughs> oh, a little and, bit of drugs going on there, huh? No, just just a little bit of remembering the time. And I understand at the time that you guys would have, but just 
all the software for the DVR was on my computer. Yeah. So that made it difficult for everybody else to use it. Mm. So I'm thinking myself, instead of the DVR system, more personal, like GoPro type stuff and that kind of stuff to where you guys or whoever's in the group could take the equipment home and, you know, it breaks it up between everybody. True. And what equipment would you pick? Since we're on mine's top. A, mine's a little more away from the audio or the video side of things, per se. We'd let, we would have to record it to share. But, like, one of the things I want is a, a rope, like a, they call it a paranormal tripwire. Mm-hmm. And it's a rope that's got a sensor on it with LED lights on it. When anything passes over it or around it, that line of LEDs light up. That's one thing that I've been kind of looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, the first place I seen it would uh, was like highly expensive. I mean, it was crazy. The second place I just seen was through Attic Junkie, and I believe I shared the link to what I was talking about on our page, Facebook page, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and it was halfway decent price. It was like sixty bucks, maybe. Interesting. Which, yeah, you know, kind of high for the average purchase kind of thing, but not bad yeah. for the paranormal side of things. What about uh, Ghost Stop? Did you try that one, or was that the uh, more expensive one you were talking about? They don't have them there that I've seen. Yeah. What big investigations are in the work for Wasp? Give me a second, Matt. We'll get back to that. The one thing I did see at um, at uh, Ghost Stop was a laser grid yeah. component, which is kind of expensive. Like, I think around $270. But it has a red laser grid that puts out, and it has a little LED that shows the shape of whatever breaks the line of the, the uh, laser. What direction it comes from. It also has a thermometer to kind of tell you what the ambient temperature around there is as well. So I'm thinking cool. once Facebook pays us a little money, I will take I might buy that. Well now that you're a YouTube celebrity. <laughs> YouTube ain't offering me enough. The measurements be rolling in. <laughs> Facebook or YouTube hasn't offered me anything. I'm not even close to being monetized with them. Well, you always got the Priazzo to fall back on. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Matt, our biggest investigation at the moment, um, now that you're bringing it up, or, well, you brought it up like 10 minutes ago, but anyways, who's counting? I, I guess, and I spoke to you about this, Jay, and I'm not sure about Angel if you mentioned it to her or not, was about the ship that Matt and um, invited us on. Mm-hmm. That would probably be the biggest thing so far that's coming our way. Yeah, the uh, battleship down in North Carolina. Right, right. The USS North Carolina. Um, so that's in March. And if that works out the way that I'm hoping it will, we'll get down there and check it out. Yeah. Um, and 
as far as the Priazzo goes, <laughs> I bet you 80% of the people that check our page out and all that um, are not aware of what the Priazzo is. <laughs> and, and what it is is a little side project of mine, and Jay's done a couple little things too for it, um, <laughs> is we've been harassing Pizza Hut. I've been, but <laughs> to bring back a discontinued pizza called the Priazzo. Um, message me if you want more details. There is a Facebook page. Bring back the Pizza Priazzo. You can check that out there if you'd like to. <laughs> I got a question about that Priazzo thing. Did you actually start that page up or did somebody else start that? No, that was somebody else that started that page up, but um, I did become an administrator of it because, well, I'm kind of active. And yeah. believe it or not, there, there's a, there's a, over over a thousand people on there. I, I think there is close to a few thousand now. Can you believe there's that many people that want the Priazzo? I'm surprised um, there's anybody that actually remember it. Jesse from these ghost fan page. Yeah, that's another site that I've seen Matt on a few of your shows and from people talking back and forth on Facebook. Um, and Steve says Patreon could help fund gear too. And you're right. And we do have a Patreon page. Um, the link for it is in the description of the Facebook page. There's really not much to the page because what am I going to offer more than than what we're doing now? There is a a monthly subscription of like $2 or $3 for those that want to go and just kind of like tip us and kind of help us out a little bit. Um, but there's really not much for content there. Once I see an influx of people going there and kind of interacting, we'll figure some videos to put in the background for patreons like you know like maybe a live for people to come and hang out before an investigation or something before we go live uh things we could work on but thanks for the tips steve always like them and matt's saying we're traders because of of the uh pre-hato pizza matt if you were old enough to have the that um <laughs> you understand why we're why I want it back. Even Jason's never had uh, Priazzo, have you? Yeah, uh, but uh, my credit though, I was only five or six at the time, and I was more into the uh, what was it the um, book it read it thing that oh, Pizza yeah. Hut was promoting the whole read so many books you get your free personal pan pizza. Right, right. Yeah, I was yeah. You know, I really like that too because I'm a big reader. I really enjoy reading, so. That was right up my alley. Pizza and books. Mm. Um, it's called Book It, wasn't it? Something like that. I can't remember if it was Book It or Read or maybe there was like a tagline to it, but I remember something to that extent. I think you had to read, what, four books in order to get um, a personal pan pizza? Quite possible. Quite possible. It's been a long time since I've had the ability to earn a book or earn a pizza. Mm. <laughs> so... Doesn't stop me from reading. Though nowadays I do more audio books because of uh, I like to listen to them while I'm at work. 
That works out for you. It does. It definitely does. So uh, when you're going to be going back to work. Soon. Not to take away from your video, but did you see the new Perry Unity video last night on my show? Man, he was really loving plugging. He is like plugging, plugging. I haven't even plugged my Facebook thing yet, and he's already like digging in deep. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I got to. I I, I was wondering what Perry was, but he corrected with Perry Unity, (laughs) and he's vice text. Voice, um, voice. Text. Um, no, Matt. You know, I I did miss. I I'm sure that was at the start of it, and uh, I joined a little bit late. Did you see it, Jay? Yeah, I saw parts of it. He's saying that our uh, group is in it. Yeah, I do believe we got the what the flaming ring of fire or something like that for our logo. Possibly. Um, I guess the replay is in order. (laughs) James needs to speak English. Uh, I don't know English. You don't know English? You know (laughs) TDU? No. (laughs) I've been been hanging out in TDU too much. Speaking of which, I do now feel the rightful title of Tidu's biggest YouTuber is now well deserved. Now that I'm being featured on somebody else's channel. <laughs> <laughs> nope, new video. Ah, looks like we're gonna have to go and watch a replay when we're done here. Um, let's see. Wow, Matt is just blowing up the chat. He must be <laughs> delivering tonight. <laughs> he needs to learn it. Uh, James, call you out real quick. Is your first language is, is English? Is the first language that you known English, or was it French Canadian? What was the first language you learned to speak? I'll let you know mine as soon as I figure it out. Now, since we're kind of hitting a low, and I'm not quite sure what else to speak of, um, do you, as you mute yourself, um, do you care to speak of your endeavor on Facebook? It has evidence of leaf foot, laugh out loud. So, what project are you being partner with? Oh, you mean the Facebook project? Yes. I don't know how many other ways to say it there, my friend. <clears throat> uh, just me and um, Penny has gotten together and we decided to discuss our love of old movies that don't seem to get any attention anymore. And we decided to dub our page Real Reflections. That's real as in movie real. As in movie real. Nice. Reflections. Nice, which I've liked and been to, and you guys put out a pretty good review of the movies. And uh, we try to stay, we try to give our um, equal opinions on a movie because I, I'm of the frame of mind where even the worst of movies has at least one redeemable quality to them. 
I got one that I cannot remember the title to it to. The title to it to. Um, but I cannot think of a single moment that would make me feel that it has a redeeming quality to it. And that's Adam Adam Sandler's movie where he's like some kind of comedian on a boat. Uh, a cruise oh, boat. I know which one. That uh, movie, going overboard. Is that what it is? I think so. No, no. That's with... Uh, is it going overboard? Because there's a movie called Overboard. Yeah, with Goldie Hawn. Right. Yeah, I'm thinking um, it's going overboard. Overboard. Either way, I cannot think of a single moment in that movie that I'd say. As a matter of fact, I returned it to the video store and said, please, don't ever rent that movie out again. <laughs> it was horrible. The one I'm not sure I want to get back into because I watched it once when I, I think we rented it on DVD. And it was Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> and I... That sounds like a bad Nightmare on Elm Street parody. <laughs> oh, it, it was Tom Green, so we'll go with that. Oh, yeah, okay. So yeah, I, just, I watched it once, and it was like, uh, I don't <laughs> think I ever sat through it again. That just sounds like a bad crossover between an adult film and and horror flick. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Okay. Oh boy. But. Yeah, so people can find that on Facebook, not that movie, or you might be able to find that movie, but they can find real reflections on Facebook. If you got time, pop over, give the page a like. If you don't have time to look over it tonight, Sundays are usually a pretty slow day for most people. Yeah. Um, so I take time and look it over. And James has never answered me, so I guess he doesn't know English either. <laughs> um. So, what paranormal movie, like Conjuring and Poltergeist and all those, do you think you could learn the most paranormal investigating from? The Frighteners. The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess we could go that way. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could you could probably say you gotta that make up a toaster to like kill the ghost, or well, yeah, you could do that. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it's fun to watch. But oh, I mean, yeah. the Conjuring ones are good because they're more fact based. But you know, there's got to been some liberties taken to make it more cinematic than what actually did happen. Oh, definitely. So it's kind of a hit and miss. I mean, if you want to learn a little bit about it, that's fine, but you're not going to get the whole story there. Yeah, I can see but, why you say that. Now, I don't know. When it comes to like paranormal investigating and stuff like that, I'm kind of like, kind of like Poltergeist more towards any other one. Poltergeist. Yeah. The camera angles on paranormal activity wasn't bad. Never oh, saw any of those. You need to take the time. Um, not so much for the uh, investigating side of things, but the uh, but the uh, it's they're interesting movies. Though I believe that's what 
got the connect system craze going was the paranormal activities because before that i don't remember seeing much about the connect cameras being used the sls or slk or whatever camera mm -hmm. being used for it until after that movie um and we got a question any good paranormal documentaries that are more accurate hmm that's a good question i haven't seen many paranormal doc documentaries per se um i would say tv shows i i guess i could lend my opinion on is early first three or four seasons of Ghost Hunters with Jason and Steve. I believe they put a lot of information and they truly were investigating back then. Um, Paranormal State, their first season or two was really good for learning techniques and such. Um, that would be more my thought. Have you watched many documentaries? Um, I did watch... I did watch one when the uh, third Conjuring came out. The uh, Devil Made Me Do It, I think is what it was called. Yeah, I believe that's the one. And I was kind of curious about that one because it just didn't really seem like the typical like Conjuring sort of movie. It sounded a little more off, so I watched a documentary about that. And I do believe it was on Discovery+. Plus. So you recommend that be a good well, yeah, one? Yeah, I actually recommend that one. Actually, Discovery+, Plus has quite a few good ones on there. From the time that we actually had, I watched a few. Okay. Uh, I I guess I need to take the time to watch a couple myself. Generally, my typical paranormal viewing when it comes to anything like video related, a lot of times I watch a lot of uh, YouTube for that. And, mm. you know, it's, it's generally clips of people going in to investigate different places and such. And, uh, I would have to say I like the Paranormal Twins, they're called. They seem to do pretty good. Um, and this might be sound a little weird. They're not too bad, though. They're a little, a little goofy, but they're young. Is Sam and Colby. Sam and Colby. Sam and Colby. They're pretty big, but they're bigger with the younger generation, as in like 20-year-olds to maybe 30. Obviously, other age groups watch them because, well, I'm a, I'm not that young and I watch them, but they're very, they're, they're, you know, they're very high energy because they're younger. I'd say they're probably like 27 themselves. Mm. But if you could deal with that, they're pretty decent to watch. Now, where do you get Sam and Colby? Is it like YouTube? I mean, is there like a specific yeah, channel? all YouTube. You type in Sam Colby, you're going to find them. They got a high subscribe rate. There's a few documentaries on Paraflix, but I agree with Mr. Fedora. I use the first four seasons of Ghost Hunting for training. That's Paranormal Consultant saying that. Um, yeah, their early years, they were really good with, mm -hmm. uh, with explaining things, and and they weren't they were out to truly find the evidence as opposed to to having a TV show. At least that's my opinion. Um, now, like, the, you can find some good stuff in the paranormal horror shows. You know, the... the If that's what you want to call them. Like, The Conjuring, the first one, I believe it is, where they, they hang a bell on the door. 
that's where I learned that. Mm. Um, you know, where they say doorknobs are rattling. And so I hung a bell on doors like we did at the mall there. Um, what other one? You said poltergeist. Did yeah. you, what did you learn from that? Stay away from TVs? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what you learned from that? Yeah. Never go, never swim into an unfinished pool. <laughs> True enough. You keep the TV out of your kids' reach. Yeah. But, uh, well, you could probably, been a while since I've seen it, so I'm going to have to try to remember. <laughs> well, I know there was a few things like, didn't he put a, a ball with the tape around it or something around it? To, well, to he threw the, they threw three tennis balls from the daughter's room into the closet and then it shot out through the ceiling of the living room. I think they were testing the, um, like the interdimensionalism or some shit like that. Well, I guess you got a show to watch, don't you? <laughs> when I get time. When I get time. <laughs> well, that's part of your thing you're doing on Facebook. But I'm trying to find more obscure movies to watch. Oh, okay. I okay. talked about. I get you. I hear you. But okay. Um, forgive me. I'm trying to with not having no real set process for this episode, this show, you really have to go through your <laughs> thoughts to know what to ask. Because you've been on this show before. Oh, I have been. And so normally I have a basic list of thoughts in my head to ask. But I've already asked these of you. So, oh, no, does that mean the show's already done? 34 minutes? That's hard to believe that I would end oh. the show after 34 minutes, unless it's just me talking to myself. Well, you did say you were going to do that earlier, so. That was my plan, was to get in and say, hi, guys, and and what I did for the first two minutes of the, the, the broadcast. So, if you had a chance to do a paranormal show, say, with you or with the group, what type of show would you like to run? Would you like it to be more like Ghost Adventures? Would you like it to be more like Ghost Hunters? Paranormal State? Ghost Brothers? You know, what? how would you like to run a show? How would you like to see it? Hmm. See, I'd probably more or less go along the lines of Ghost Adventures. I'm trying to remember. And first few seasons of Ghost Hunters was okay, but I don't remember them enough to, you know, really recommend them. But it was definitely before they tapped out into, like, International. And then they did that, what was it, Ghost Hunters Academy? Yeah, I think it that was. They, just, be they became more merchandisable then. I think they just kind of lost their way a little bit. See, I like the the international because it yeah. introduced us to new people in different situations. That I was okay with, but when you start getting into the academy and such, I, I think you're right. That was just more television, you know, more media attention. I think if they would have 
kept that to a background as a personal. They could have made it like an internet show or something, and it would have been just fine. Well, internet wasn't as big back then. Kind of. Um, what's the favorite investigation you've done? Which Guernsey Hollow are you going to tell them about? Me? I think we were asking you first there, my friend. And then... Uh, outside of Guernsey Hall, I don't think I've really been on any of the investigations outside of maybe like the uh, charity ones for the defunct mall. Really? Yeah, I don't think I've really been on too many WASP investigations. Hmm. Not to say that I haven't seen things, but... Right, you know, right. So, let's open this uh, question up a little further to outside of the group, too. The strangest know, thing I've come across, I know, then? I know you and Angel, definitely Angel was into the paranormal longer than you, I believe, but yeah, sure she had done stuff before the group. She was actually doing some cleansing and all that in her around her hometown a little before I was even meeting or met her. So, so any experience that you'd like to tell personally? Uh, yeah, there's at least one. Sure. Um, it was right after. Uh, well, this was unbeknownst to any of us that my cousin and her friend spread her both their father's ashes, hmm. and. I was just sitting on the bed watching TV and I happened to look out and towards the hallway and I saw this full bodied apparition, light blue in color, just walking down the hallway. Really? Didn't know what the hell to do. I thought I was just seeing shit, but it was definitely a full bodied apparition, a male, definitely a male. So you think it's the father? It was probably one of the fathers. I couldn't really tell you for sure. Right, right. I understand. Interesting. That probably uh, definitely caught your attention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I remember some pictures, and it's been so long since I thought about them, so I, I know they're connected to you at least through Angel, if not with you directly. And that's with some pool? You're at a hotel or something? Oh, yeah. The... um. We were doing our second honeymoon down in Clearfield. Okay. So we were going to do the uh, Penn's Caves tour down in, um, well, it's near Penn State. And she took some random photos of our hotel room. And she said fluttering around me was like a couple of orbs. Okay. Yeah, I vaguely remember looking at the pictures. It's been 10 years or so now, 11 yeah. years. <laughs> so, um Memory likes to slip, but that's cool. That's cool. That's neat. Um, did you remember feeling anything around you or not really? Not that comes to mind. No. Um, now to myself, there's several investigations that come to mind, but one that we don't really speak much of. Um, I don't know if you're there. I don't believe you were. Um, this was, Outside of Youngsville, in the middle of nowhere. Um, I'm not even sure if the people live there anymore. But um, that that was a very interesting case where 
that's the case where me and Lee were upstairs during setup, and when everybody was putting batteries in in the the two way radios and and doing all that kind of stuff, we were kind of at the start of the investigation. Lights were out for mm. most of the house. We were upstairs. We were in a bedroom. I went to leave the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, there was a camera in there, so none of that oh. stuff was going on. Um, so I went to leave the bedroom, and he was following behind me, and the door closed in between us. Mm. And nobody seen it other than me and Lee because we were right there. I heard I heard something, so I turned around, and he's Lee said he's in on the other side of the the door looking at the camera like you guys see this and i'm i'm like oh my god i hope something doesn't drag me off to the depths of hell because no camera nobody's around (laughs) i'm out by myself (laughs) as you can tell people i'm here so i didn't get dragged off but so what's that is it really you (laughs) the doppelganger came in or i'm possessed That'd be a long possession because that would have been about six years ago. Maybe he's um, just getting comfortable into your body. <laughs> no doubt. That's why I'm getting bigger. It's not because I'm gaining weight. It's because I'm possessed and it's stretching out my body. You're eating for two. <laughs> uh, other things that happened that night was, you know, you you know Lee's uh, laser grid system there, that yeah. plug-in deal. He uh, he hadn't plugged that in yet, and it hadn't been used for, he said, for several months beforehand. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it started producing laser flickering, but you know it was turning on with no power source, and there's no battery compartment to put batteries into it either. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty neat place. That place Dale ended up going in and uh, cleansing. So, not I don't think you've ever told me that one. What's that? I don't think you've ever told me about that one. Oh, I'm sure we did. Probably. <laughs> it's been years. So, probably in all our busyness, you probably just let it slip. Yeah, and when you're out the other, you know how that goes. Yeah, you don't normally listen to my babbling, so... I, I try to ignore it. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so hopefully that answers your question, Steve. We're kind of long-winded in our explanations on that one. Um, the show idea. Um, the show idea was basically kind of a... How do I say it? it it's kind of like... A, Bar rescue for the paranormal investigation teams. Where, okay, I guess that wasn't the best description because that's not the look or the, what I wanted to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going with this because I've heard the heard the idea pitch a few times. But right, right, right. Keep on. How would you describe it? Well, let's see. It's a show where it's either Matt or you and Matt get together with teams that are struggling in the paranormal field and try to coach them into being more of a solid unit. 
That's roughly translated. About the um, Cliff Note version of it? That's a, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of to help out teams that are not working cohesively, per se. Yeah. And then offer advice and such, which um, Matt has done this before in his wanderings. So I believe he would be the one in front of the camera while I'm behind the camera saying, good job. Now, I, I, I do got I do got like a minor suggestion for that. Okay. Sure, sure. Now let's I'll stay let's, behind the camera. Let's let's go back to the old ghost hunter shows. Okay, where you, they always start off, they get all their information while they're on the job. Say let's that say again. That. Well, yeah, they get like a phone call or whatever from their caseworker while they're doing their day job at Rotorooter. Right, right. So let's say that we say that Matt gets all his information while he's delivering pizzas for Domino's. <laughs> okay, I see where you go with it. You'd be the caveman yeah. going, Matt, we got like a, a group in Albany, New York that's in desperate need of uh, some assistance. Or you, we can make it really dramatic where I'm in the bus and I pull over and then I call Matt, hey, we have a case. <laughs> and of course, he's driving his Domino's vehicle or whatever and and he pulls over, chucks the pizza, and jumps in the truck and takes off. <laughs> that could work. And of course, that uh, wouldn't really, you know, benefit either of you guys. But you know, it'd still be funny to see filmed. At least for the first few episodes, until we get too big <laughs> for it, and we're no longer plumber. I mean, bus drivers and delivery guys. Hey, Alex, how you doing? And all is doing very well. Doing a lot better. Now, Alex has been kind enough to offer to be on the show. And I've watched, he's done several interviews. And, boy, he's got a lot of, of content to share with everybody. So, um, we bring him on. on. What's that? Bring him on. I don't know how busy he is. <sighs> um, <laughs> what the heck was that? <laughs> That's like a sigh of disgust, man. You like gave up already. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, not wanting to, I'm not wanting to impose on people. So, Alex, if you have a few minutes, um, I'd be fine with sending you an invitation to join this chat for kind of a pre-interview. You can hang out with me and Jay a little bit. Um, Damn it. Matt says paranormal. Yeah, Matt says paranormal. Yeah, uh, kitchen nightmares. I'm not talking anymore. You just, um, Matt says, you just walk out of the bus and made my delivery and drive to the office with pizza. <laughs> can I can I suggest at least like a secret lair and some poles to slide down like Batman? Oh come on now! How much uh, how much money do you think we're gonna have on this? Ask the talk bus. They might be able to pitch in a few bucks. I'm lucky that they let me do what I do. <laughs> oh, come on. You know it's not I mean? that bad there. No, by no means. But I'm just saying I'm lucky that they haven't said, you know, on your breaks, you can't do a live video on the bus. You know, that mm. kind of stuff. So well, they probably turned a blind eye because you're not like, Overhyping what you're doing or anything like that. 
I do my best mm -hmm. not to like show um show things. I do my yeah. best not to show things. Like the company name and things like that, you know. Now that Warren that Warren Pennsylvania collage in your background of most of your videos, the earlier ones. Yeah. You're what? Your game for what? And Dan, better late than never, right? I'm I running think late tonight. What's I up? think Matt's game to slide down the bat pole. <laughs> He's PG thirteen, my friends. We'll, I we'll said slide down the bat pole. I didn't say you did not, things. but I started to. I my I I I I went I went PG thirteen. You're going R. Right, right. That's why I said let's stop where we're at. Um, <laughs> uh, Alex, I sent a link to your uh, message. All you do is you click on it if you're still here, and it'll bring you in the background. And I'll bring you aboard. So, uh, you got more spookies behind you. No, I don't believe so. I think Steph just came upstairs. Oh. Um. She probably got tired of waiting. No, thank you, Alex. Um, normally, this is about the time I'm wrapping up the show. This is about this time of night. Huh? Speaking of spooklies and all that, whatever did happen to that what? green screen? Hold on a second. Actually, I hear her speaking downstairs. And I heard somebody coming up steps. Hmm. Maybe we will get a guest tonight. Uh, now, what were you asking about the green screen? Yeah, the uh, green screen that was from that YouTube video. Whatever did happen to that? Did it completely rip? Or No, no, it's together. I uh, hung it from my ceiling. Mm -hmm. I just haven't put it back up. I still got the, the hookups up there. I just figure if something wanted to watch what was going on, if I put it back up, they're just going to tear it down again anyway, so. Well, thank God they don't tear down your Queen Latifah poster. <laughs> oh, they knocked it down once or twice. Um, I I had the other poster up there. White noise, that got knocked down. Yeah, I don't really see that one behind you, though. No, but you could see the outlines to it. Hmm. But, uh. Anyways, we're way off top. Well, not that we had a topic, but we're way, way out wherever we are. Mm -hmm. So let's try to come back into something. <laughs> Dan says, don't mess with the queen. <laughs> not speaking about me. <laughs> See, but, sooner or later, everybody is going to know about you and the Queen Latifah poster. Yeah, you know, I got all those posters at auction for like, I think I got like seven or eight posters for like 10 bucks. <laughs> it was next to nothing. Um, yeah, that's a bad night, night, Bubba. Off the rails, laugh out loud, never happens, says Dan. And <laughs> yeah, that, it, we always stay 100% on topic on this show. It's 100% paranormal with nothing else other than family virtues. Well, it's and always I, on topic until I get on there, and then it's pretty much 
Have I ever been able to say that this show's had virtues? <laughs> <laughs> That's about the response I figured I'd get from you. Uh, if you think that this show ever had virtues, give us a thumbs up. If you think the show never had virtues, send the laughing emoji. <laughs> because that is quite comical. Um, so we covered a little bit of everything. From movies, TV shows, investigations, equipment. Um, what else would you like to approach as far as topics go? Oh, I got one. Sure. Do you think that... I will go with it, but sure. Okay. Okay, since we brought up uh, the movie Poltergeist, right? Yes. The uh, scene in the bathroom where the uh, guy feels that he's like ripping off his face and putting the peeled skin into the sink. Do you think that spirits could actually have that much power to manipulate one's mind into seeing what's not really happening to them just to scare them away? Do I think the the everyday human spirit could? No, I don't believe so. Uh, do I believe something a little more demonic, darker? Um, yeah, I believe so. Now, I also feel that if a human spirit, say, like, if I were to pass away, I was negative in life, and I'm in a situation where I'm negative for centuries or whatever, however long, I do believe eventually I will turn into a more darker energy that might be able to do something like that. But I think that would be something that I would truly take a lot of, a lot of energy, a lot of, a lot of intense energy to be able to pull off. If it's, if it was originally human spirit, not demons. Um, I can't tell you how easy it'd be for them, but I believe they could do it a lot easier than a human spirit could. Mm. Um, no virtues, one. <laughs> And I are on. I fully agree with you on that, Dan. You know who Dan is, don't you, J-Bow? I do believe so, but refresh my memory. He's from the Wisconsin area of Paranormal Society. I like to oh. call our sister group. Oh, okay. And uh, Matt says, yes, I believe that their spirits could do that. Alex, are you ready to come on? If so, give me a thumbs up. All righty. <laughs> Hello, Alex. Hello. How y'all doing? Hello. Can y'all hear me? Yes, yes. All right. Can cool. you hear us? Yes. Perfect. So how are you, you tonight, sir? I'm doing fine. Just here relaxing. How right. about y'all? Oh, that's what I did most of the day myself was played video games for the day and lost track of the date and all that. I didn't realize I was supposed to have a normally scheduled show tonight. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that happens when you get in, caught into those games. Uh, that, and um, I haven't been part of the working world or the regular world in like a few weeks, so I kind of am out of the loop. <laughs> I, yep, understandable. If I'm ever retired, which I imagine I will be someday, 
I need to figure out a plan to where I'm able to keep up. I don't like feeling like I guess almost lost. Yep, I'm totally understandable. I'm with you on that one. Um, Mr. Consultant, uh, Matt is saying welcome. Yes, thank you. Thank you for the welcome. And uh, <laughs> yes, I guess that's a different type of way to, to make you do that in the bathroom sink. <laughs> we don't recommend taking any illicit drugs here on this show. No. <laughs> But I, I, I do more for a bath salt than anything else, just because of the whole Miami zombie thing. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so you get to see some of my interviews, correct? I did. Um, Dan says very true, and we'll get to those in half a second there, Alex. Let's catch up with the chat, and then we'll get to you. Okay. Russian rated the chat. Uh, War Dog. Hi, how you doing? Haven't seen you in a while. Um yeah, I think those are spam links to uh, to get you off the YouTube. So I don't recommend following them if you know what's good for you. If you follow them, that's on your own accord. But yeah, I, um, now what you sent me was uh, part one and part two. Correct. I was able, I'll be honest, I got about 70% of your conversation on the two. And we discussed the third one. Mm -hmm. That was shown on, on it was, what platform? It was uh, on Travel Channel. Travel. It was the Paranormal Night Shift. I was on episode three, Clown Boy's Revenge. Um, that's a nice title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, I plan on having you on again now that you're on. Um, but feel free to um, discuss any of that with now if you'd like or if you want to save that we could talk about other things oh no whatever you want i mean like i said i i truly believe that i was working at the most haunted high school in san antonio texas with um with my interviews that um that i uh that i had um a lot of experiences it it it's so weird because I had just started in the paranormal field and I had heard of the school that um, in question, it's called St. Gerard's High School. It's a okay. Catholic school. It was built over a cemetery and uh, it's surrounded actually by cemeteries. Hmm. And um, my daughter went to the school there and I was working there. And like I said, I just kind of just started in the paranormal field. And the funny thing is that I was um, getting ready for an investigation uh, at a theater, at a downtown theater, when I started working there and I was gonna go after work and I was testing out my camera, put the batteries in and everything. And then I was just taking, you know, practice pictures and my batteries went out. Oh boy. And then I'm like, okay, you just switched them. Yeah, I just switched them. And they were brand new. They were brand new. I just bought them. And then I switched them. And then I took another picture. And then they went off again. So I said, you know what? I'm going to save my batteries because I'm going to mm. an investigation. And I'm going to not have batteries. Right, right. <laughs> you know? They're not exactly cheap either. Yeah, exactly. So that was like the beginning of 
you know, when I more or less knew stuff was, you know, going on there at that school. So now, before we get too much further, if you don't mind giving us a little history of, uh, you said you do paranormal investigations and such. Yes. Give us a little history with that. Um, were you ever part of a team or? Yes, I am. I was with Paranormal Analytical for about five years or so. And then um, I'm currently now with San Antonio Dead Seekers. That, that matter bad. of fact, the first interview, um, they interviewed me first. And then um, I joined their group after oh, that. Nice. And we did, the, we did the second interview at the Menger Hotel. Okay. I don't know if y'all are familiar with that hotel. No, not I'm not aware of many places in Texas. I know there's probably tons. Texas is a big state. Um, yeah. And and a lot of history. Oh, yes. Only thing um, I can say is I didn't like driving through Texas. Yeah, that's um, long. It's long. Well, I, I was over a truck driver, as some know, some don't. And when I had to go north and south, it just, oh. That was just such a long time. <laughs> yes, it does take a long time to get out of Texas. And um, I found out more or less that I had, um, like I knew when the spirits were around, when I had part-time jobs at night. Because let me tell you, if you're a custodian, like I am, well, I've been for the past 35 years, um, you're the first one really to know when something goes on at night. You know, with my experience, uh, especially at the school that I worked at, at St. George High School, you know, that that school right there, I mean, they're testing you out your first night. The spirits well, there. They don't just, let you even get comfortable there. They're yes, there. <laughs> they want to see how much you can take, you know, or they try and run you off, you know. But, like, if you get to see... Paranormal Night Shift, the episode that I'm talking about. I mean, um, I was working there. I had to work there because uh, my daughter went there, you know, like to pay tuition. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't going to let anybody run me off, you know. I had to work there. Right, right. You know, so, I mean, from day one, I mean, man, <laughs> it was crazy. And, you know, to the day I left, it was crazy. And you just been back recently. I went back like three years ago. Oh, yeah, I guess I, that's still kind of recent. Yeah, yeah, it's still recent. Um, even when I left, as I was saying, that uh, they came into my dreams. And I, the ones that I knew by name through EVPs, they were all coming in my dream. And oh. it's like they wanted me back. I, you know, because I guess, well, I know for a fact I was... <laughs> Probably the first one. Didn't mean to cover you up there. <laughs> especially what Dan says, especially when you know that you're the only one there. All that yes. energy during the day just feeds it. Right, correct. And they fed off of that. Um, being the only one there, it's like, and trying to commute, to mute, uh, communicate with them. So I'm pretty sure they were like, whoa, you know, there's somebody here that, you know, wants to communicate. And but like I said, I could feel feel when they're around, you know, that's that's the first thing that I know that I notice. Oh, going back to the part time jobs, that's how I knew because 
I would feel that these part-time jobs at night, you know, there's nobody else around, you know, or you're on the floor by yourself with the part-time jobs. And, you know, I would hear stories and everything. And then there was one night that I remember the, the place had already like shut down, but I still had to go anyway. And I could feel a presence of the spirit. So I told the security guard, I said, hey, you know, you got something over there. Oh, they told you about the spirit back there? And I'm like, wow. So that kind of like opened my eyes, you know, like, okay, then I got something, you know. No, not to interrupt you. No, it's all right. And both of you could answer this for me. Um, since the thought came to mind, what was the first experience with the paranormal you guys had? Like the very first time, be it when you were youth or years ago? Go ahead, j uh, my first experience eh, when I was more like an adult. Yeah, I'd say probably mid to late twenties. Care to share? Yeah, yeah, I was just at my uh, wife's uh, parents' house. She, um, what can I tell for you? The lady in the attic. It was um, angels. It was angels' great grandmother and. She uh, resides in the attic, and every so often she would uh, knock on the floor. And uh, if you ever went upstairs, you would uh, get the sweet smell of uh, incense. Without incense being burnt. Oh, that's interesting. That's for sure. Okay, that was my first experience. That's that's a good experience. Well, I don't know if you call it good, but um, interesting first experience. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Alex? Mine is where my wife's grandfather, he um, he passed away in the house. And when he passed away, you could smell the scent. I mean, you smell the scent, you know, of, of him. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and then not only that, before he passed away, my daughter was just barely, I believe, one, maybe not even one. Uh, she was in her crib and there were stuffed animals on the floor and then um, she was asleep. And then when we walked in, all the stuffed animals were around her, around, you know, all yeah. like placed around her. So that was really, really the first time that I, wow, you know, like, you know, that's questionable. Yeah. You know, and the scent at the same time. It was at the same mm-hmm. time. So you get your scent and uh, that experience. Hmm. Wow. That's something. So really from there on, you know, it just, you know, it's stuff that I noticed when I, like I said, I always noticed them when I had my part-time jobs at night where you work by yourself, you know, on the different floors. The experience I had with that myself um, through work and such would have been our local mall. Um, I was, part of my shift was when the mall was open. Second part of my shift was after it closed. And yeah, once the the mall was closed, the when it was an active mall, and active, I mean, busy with people and such. Um, I, I assume the energy from the day of just people being there fed the energy for the paranormal. I got some stuff 
at that point. Whereas the night shift guy that done the floors and all that, he uh, he he would never be in there without some kind of earphones to listen to music. To the point where I seen him freak out one night when he missed or when he forgot to grab his headphones so he could listen to it. He freaked out like I seen like saying, "No way." He was probably about 40 at the time, and he left to go get his headphones, even though he knew he was going to be late. I, this guy's attendance was pretty much immaculate. He didn't miss nothing. <laughs> so, and, and my thought is he didn't want to be left alone to hear what was going on around him. He just wanted to do what he wanted to do and not be bothered. I asked him once about if he heard anything or seen anything, and he's like, never ask me again. I don't deal with it and just walked away. <laughs> so take and that I, you may. I know exactly what he's saying, what he was thinking too. Can I tell you a quick story on that? Sure. At the school summertime, when I was doing the floors, um, I always had my radios blasting to, you know, like rock. I would always listen to rock. So I was doing the floors one day. I had, like I said, the radio blasting on rock. I, and there at the school, there's no AC. So if it's 105 outside, it's 105 inside or even hotter. Definitely. So there was one room where I would take a, I took a break, you know, after I, I uh, think I was mopping the floor, getting ready to wax it. And I was... I put the broom down at an angle. It was an angle broom. And there they have bookshelves, you know, a bookshelves, glass bookshelves, and then the frames. So I, I put the broom where it didn't fall. It was angle broom, but angled toward the, where, you know, to lead in on, yeah. on that little frame. So right. I went and sat down in the AC room, and with the music blasting, I heard a loud, the broom, like, fall so i'm like what so then i i walked over and the broom was a good 30 feet from where i had left it so, so when i like went it. up to the broom i mean to go check out what why it fell or what well it was like 10 feet in the opposite direction <laughs> so then i'm like what what's going on here and i'm like you know uh, I, I was like something's going on so right. then I continued to work on the floors and then I hear this loud bang. I was the only one there and I usually lock the gates where nobody can come in and I was just there doing my work on the floor. The loudest bang on the, they had metal doors and it, it kind of like freaked me out. You know, I said, like, what the heck? I thought somebody had thrown a rock. Or it sounded like a sledgehammer on the door. So, and of course, it, you went and checked it out. Yeah, you know. So then I went, there's nothing. In it, and I'm like, what do you want? You're trying to tell me something. I know you're trying to tell me something. So then the music was loud, you know. And then I went, what the heck? And then it dawned on me. I turned off the music. And then I continued working and nothing so i figured it out i said it's the music, like the music. 
I didn't <laughs> like the rock and roll music. So then I understood what he was saying about the headphones because I said, okay, you know what? I respect that. I respect that it bothers you. So I'm going to wear headphones and listen to my rock and roll. Though I don't bother, you know. Right, right. And Dan says people don't want to sound crazy. I'm assuming to reference when I said, asked him the mall third shift person. Yep. Why he says that. Yep. So that's how I know about the headphones, you know. So after that, I, you know, I didn't have no problems. And then, I mean, I, like I said, I had to work there. So it's like cohesively working together, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll respect you not liking the music, the rock and roll real loud and everything. And, but that was just a, a taste of what all the stuff that I had happened there to me. That sounds like a very active spot. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, dangerous by some of the things you've said in the chat. Yes, like I was mentioning it to you. Had I not been a paranormal investigator and expected to be scratched, and you know, you have to, as an investigator in my point, you have to, you have to expect that. You know, you don't want it, but right. it can happen, and which that happened to me. It's only because I went into that restroom and took, you know, replaced the toilet paper dispenser that was cracked. Safety issue, you know, mm -hmm. for the kids. So right. I, I replaced that. It didn't like that. I got scratched. Paper towel dispenser. Oh my gosh, let me tell you real quick. After the incident with the toilet paper dispenser, before I even went in the restroom to change the paper towel dispenser, I could feel that that spirit was pissed. It was pissed. That you could physically feel it. Yes. It's like, oh, my gosh, I could feel it even before I went in. So, like I said, I went and got like holy water and everything and said, in, you know, said Jesus name, I have to do this work. The principles wants me to do this, you know, so I, it didn't bother me. But then, like I said, two days later, followed me home and scratched, scratched my initial A on that, or that picture I showed you. Right, right. Um, which is excellent pictures. Um, I'll, I'll download them and save them for yeah. when you come back on we could bring them up. Yeah. Um, I mean, but like what we're saying, you know, when they scratch you like that, especially like the way they scratch me, because most people get scratched with three scratches. Mocking the Trinity. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I got scratched with a, a picture like, it was like a picture yeah. like, you know, it was, it was articulate with my A, with the initial, with the, like in a, you know, it was like a school and everything. I had never seen that before. Mm, no, I don't think I have either. Um, if I have, it's none not coming to mind. Um, I'll show you the picture, Jay, um, later. Um, yeah, feel free to share them with whoever you want to share them. Well, I'll, I'll save the pictures for when you come on. Yeah. I'll send him a private message. Later. Yeah. Because, you know, Jay, I don't know if you caught that. He is part of... Um, our group here, Warren Area Society Paranormal. Yeah. So he was saving my, he 
was saving my bacon by jumping on tonight, so I wasn't just sitting here <laughs> trying to figure out what Ooh. to say to the camera. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go Jaywall. <laughs> because unlike what people might not notice, I'm not comfortable in front of the camera, and just to talk to nobody, it just kind of it's hard to do. I give props to the the people that do it all the time, and I'm sure they probably still have a few minutes of of that uneasiness because it's not a very human thing to do just talk to a nothing to a screen with no interaction how about you jay while you've ever experienced scratches like that can honestly say no i haven't and with me i think my mindset to work there was in the right place because like i was saying if i was just a regular custodian and that happened to me i'm out of there Right, right. Well, back when I was working in the mall doing that kind of work, I, uh, I we weren't part of a paranormal team. I never did any investigations, so I was pretty uneasy. I was thinking about um, the night that I was training Lee there, Jay, because he worked there for a short period of time, way before we knew you guys. I never heard that one. <laughs> yeah, um, he's an. Uh, one of the three co-founders of WASP um, before we started, before we were part of the team, I was training him to do the work at the mall and we were going down a service hallway and this mall, the roof is solid steel beams and really solid. And we're going down a service hallway. We heard footsteps heavy walking along the uh, roof up top and i mean even if you were up there jumping and stomping you wouldn't hear it i don't believe and we both kind of looked at each other and he's like you're hearing that i'm like yeah <laughs> he's like luckily that night we we're just finishing up and turning off the lights so we could lock up and go home because there wasn't no third ship that night but <laughs> um some of your uh popped in my mind while you were speaking, was I wasn't the only one that experienced it. <laughs> Man. Um, that, place, that place is very active. Um, I've seen people get bruises there. Um, I don't remember about scratches, because for a while there, we were doing public investigations for charity, and... Um, We've seen different things happen there during those times. And then again, there was nights where there was absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I've gone about a year where nothing happens either, you know. I was there eight years, four and four. So even at that, like you said, there's times where it's quiet. And then there's some times where, man, did somebody just knew come in, you know. Right, right. And you're, <laughs> you don't know if you're... You should be keeping your head on a swivel or not paying attention <laughs> to anything. Yeah, exactly. You know, but um, Jay or yeah, Jay. Um, Matt says I've had crosses scratched into my arm. Um, he's uh, he's had a lot of paranormal experiences himself, Mister Matt. Um, I'm sure you've seen us interact with each other throughout the times you've been watching. And Dan says, 
ghosts don't react on cue. Very true. Very true. Very, very true. Um, if you remember our chat, my chat with Dale, I was saying there was a couple locations where it didn't seem like anything major was going on there and nothing was really all that bad until that one night, the last night, they were bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Dan says, never heard of Matt. <laughs> yeah. He's only been on Matt's show. And I'm sure if you'd like to interview with Matt, I'm sure I could connect you with him as well, Alex. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm open for all that. I mean, you know, to tell all my experiences that I had, I mean, and that, and that personal experiences, not just with the school. You know, I've had a lot of personal experiences. I don't know if you saw the one about the funeral. Mm, it's not coming to mind. No. You made a wait on that one. Okay. We can wait on that one if you want. Um, yeah, sure. Um, I'll watch more of the shows tomorrow morning since I don't have nothing that I normally watch on Sundays. <laughs> I'll, I'll brew myself a cup of coffee and check up on that. And that lets you all come back for part two or an official interview with Alex. Where he's an yeah, because, man, I got I have a, lot, we're just kinda, a lot of experiences. Tonight we're just kind of hanging out and, and just kind of enjoying the night. And speaking of Texas, here's a fellow Texan for you. Hello, Mikey. Hello. I believe she's close to San Antonio, though I might be wrong. All right. <laughs> she, might be, she might be somewhere by Dallas or something. Hello, <laughs> <That little> Texan. <laughs> Um, yeah, she uh, moved from New York down to Texas. Ooh. Probably probably quite a different situation. I live in San Antonio. All right. I live San Antonio. That's where I'm yeah. from. <laughs> um, probably, she's probably just joining... Um, she probably knows of the places you've spoke of. She the like, Manger Hotel. Does she know the Mickey know the Manger Hotel? Um, Let's see if she answers. Yeah, I know. She was originally from Texas, went to New York, and now she went back to Texas. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I'll be honest with you. I like Texas. Um, but I don't think I'd care to live there. If I did, though, I'd be more on the east side of Texas because I was really shocked when I went through there because the the movies and the TV shows leave, believe the whole state's nothing but desert and, and yeah. no green. Yeah, so right. when I rolled into the east side and I'm looking at greenery everywhere, I'm like, no, this can't be Texas. <laughs> <laughs> she says she does. I am a CTA. Heck yeah, I know that. I'm not it's sure. What, Hotel, yeah. I'm not sure what a CTA is. No. Um, certified certified teacher's analyst? assistant, maybe? I don't know. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, so but I don't mind visiting Texas. One thing that I, I swear I almost got, and I've said this on other shows, I'm sure I have. I almost got into a argument with a cook in Texas. Um, yeah, certified tourism ambassador. Tourism ambassador, yeah. So yeah, I imagine you know she knows a lot. She knows a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, can't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, um, but so yeah, I'm in. I'm in this truck stop. And I ordered meatloaf, but I ordered gravy on my meatloaf and potatoes. And I guess that was a big thing down there that you don't do. Because <laughs> the waitress tried to get me several times to switch it to just the side. I'm like, no, I want it on everything, please. And she I, yeah. she goes to the, the window to the cook, and the cook leans out of this window, glares at me like I slapped her I'm a bad name. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's like, it's just like when I went to do the filming for the show, the Paranormal Nights here, uh, they flew me to Buffalo, New York. Oh, okay. And I wanted a ribeye, right? <laughs> and the ribeye came with Parmesan cheese on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never that. had Parmesan cheese on a steak before. Did you eat it? Yes, I did. What do you think? I didn't even ask for it. <laughs> so I guess it was normal to have a Parmesan cheese up, you know, on your steak. <laughs> no, not a lot of the steak, but yeah, I've seen it done that way. A lot of places they don't put it on unless you ask. Or they Yeah, they that's, that's the first time I was like, what? You now know, the biggest like, thing that Buffalo likes is uh is the uh Buffalo wings, of course. Yes. Um, yes. And beef on wick. Hmm. Never so, heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Jay has. Right. I've heard of beef on wick. Yeah, I assume so. Uh, beef on wick is pretty much like uh, shaved beef, like for lunch meat, just a little thicker, maybe on a camel wick roll with uh, juice. Wow. Yeah, it's really sounds tasty. good. Sounds good. Yeah, oh, it is. Um, I don't know if you'd be able to get it down there in Texas, but if you see it on a menu, they'd somewhere. probably be like, "Say, what is that? <laughs> What's a wick?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you ever see it on a menu somewhere, um, I suggest you, you at least try it once. In your try life. it, yeah, I certainly will. As Mikey says, it is indeed interesting how the same foods are made so different in states all over the country. Very true. Very true. Yep. What they do with it. Mr. Consultant says, in and out Burger. We need those on the west, on the East Coast. <laughs> eh, I could do without in and out Burger. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go to a Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box would be all right. Um, I wouldn't mind some good... Uh, Good uh, steak joints around here. Texas Roadhouse isn't too bad, but from being in Texas and having some of the the uh, restaurants that weren't mainstream down there, I had some good good chunks of uh, beef. That's for sure. Yeah, um, cool. Because I was lucky enough to park the truck. Ah, PG thirteen, there, Mister. <laughs> You're not the well, only one traveling. Left. <laughs> but, doing the traveling you get to taste a lot of different places right different restaurants 
if you take the time to go off the beaten path, yes. Yeah. Um, no beef for this girl. Uh, don't tell me you're <laughs> a vegetarian now. But uh, so you said outside of paranormal teams and such, you've been, um, you've had experiences. And Jay, I'm sure you've been with Angel on outside of the group two places. You're Not really, no. You. No? No. Yeah, you're... Well, why not? When I uh, when I met her, she was kind of somewhat retired from the whole exorcism sort of thing. So, no, I didn't really join her on any of those little skirmishes. <laughs> okay, well, then we'll just go to Alex. You care to... <laughs> <laughs> Anything like before before paranormal before your pirate team and such you don't yeah, have to just... back as like with your daughter and they stuff animals but anything else coming to mind no just like I said when I first got my taste of it is, is when I was starting to work in those part time jobs you know there's always some I had I was supervisor and one of the workers said, hey, you know what? I was cleaning the office and my trash can just fell by itself. Mm. You know, so, I mean, just like that was like, like I was saying, kind of the experience I had before even joining a team. Mm. You know, they have, were all freaked out. You know? Have you always believed in the paranormal? Yes. You know, like, you got to experience it too, you know. Mm. How about you, Jay? Have I always believed in paranormal? Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. What about you, Scott? Yeah, Scott. Um, you know, I, I've always felt like there was something out there. Um, but I don't think I truly started to believe in the paranormal until I was probably around 15. No real story. Um, just I was more open to the idea of it. Though I do believe that the paranormal has been around me most of my life. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm older. About it, it kind of dates back to when you used to believe you had imaginary friends. No, no, I don't think I've ever truly it's an had an extension of paranormal. It's an extension of paranormal. I don't believe I ever had imaginary friends. I don't remember any, per se. But now that I've experienced the paranormal and such, and, and I truly believe in it, I've thought through my life and seen several different occurrences that I believe were paranormal-related. Now, let me ask you all. When you all first noticed that, did it like you start to open up more and then notice more things happening? Not in my case. No. How about you, Jay? No. I haven't gotten that far. That's, that's how I knew that I had something, like I said, is when I started opening up and like when I would go places and I would feel something and say, oh, 
I know somebody's here with me. So see, I already opened that up right when I feel it. See, I don't have those feelings unless it's really like, like intense from the, the spirit side. If it's really projecting, I might pick up on something, but normally I'm the kind of person that needs the, uh, needs the equipment to experience. Right. It's, yeah. Or, so that's like, yeah, you're right. I or if something totally gets knocked that. over or something. Yep. That's true. Um, I have, how about disembodied voices? I have heard that throughout my life, but it always, and it's always interested me because it was always somebody saying my name and it sounded like people I knew. Like one was wow. my ex-wife. Um, and, and the interesting thing about that one, well, actually in both cases, but this one was the ex. Um, I had a two-year-old, three-year-old nephew with me. And even he heard it and looked up. was like, called her Aunt Tata. Her name's Tanya. Called her Aunt Tata. Aunt Tata's here? Like, I didn't think so, but Yeah. And then I went and looked around and not inside, not outside. That was the first experience I had with that. That was the first Later, one? That was the first one. Later on in my life, um, probably a good eight years later, maybe, I was sitting in my house and uh, playing a video game with my friend. And my sister lived in Niagara Falls. I was living in Jamestown, New York. And she was in Niagara Falls, New York. And... I thought I heard my sister say my name. And my friend looked up, said, your sister's here. I was like, well, she ain't supposed to be, but sure. Looked around, nothing. About 20 minutes later, hear it again. Mm -hmm. And made me get up and look outside at that point, see if her car was around or anything. So those are the two that really stick out to me. How about you, Jay? Yeah, I've heard disembodied voices. This was right after my aunt passed away, uh, November of 2020. Right, what, maybe the day or two after she passed away, I heard like whimpering that was familiar with her. That I could mm -hmm. always associate with her. So yeah, that's pretty much when I started picking up on that. That was the only time I've picked up on that. What about the oh my god? Or the oh my god. I don't remember the oh my god. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. You want to tell the story? Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, somewhere in your life you heard, oh my god, that was disembodied. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't remember that story then. <laughs> but I, I think I've heard other little things. Oh, how can I forget this one? I still get picked on by Lee foot Lee by this one and some of the other people. Um Angel Matt is saying hello. And uh Matt says hello. it was I believe our first night at a cemetery named Guernsey Hollow. <laughs> our, I believe it was our first night. And you might be laughing but I don't think you're thinking of the same thing. We left and it was me Lee and our one member, Ursula, was in the back of the car because it was a smaller car and we're both bigger guys. Otherwise, I would let her up front. But anyways, that's a different <laughs> um, 
So we're driving home back to Warren from New York, and we go past the cemetery, and I hear, um, well, thanks for joining us, Mikey. Um, keep in touch. See you, Mikey. And, uh, and, See you, uh, Mikey. Maybe you'll catch the next show. So yeah. I'm too fast now. That's how people get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we're going by the cemetery, and I hear of all things, boo. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I'm looking over at Lee, seeing if he's reacting. He sees me looking at him after a couple times, and he's like, "What?" And and before I thought about anything, I came right out and said, did you hear that? He goes, hear what? I said, boo. Somebody just said boo. And he's like, I didn't hear that. (laughs) I'm like, of all the cliche (laughs) things to hear. Yeah. That's true. And so he still picks on me about that. (laughs) (laughs) Boo. Boo. (laughs) But, you know, it was kind of interesting and neat. But still, I see the humor in it. And I'm assuming whatever, whoever said that, said it in a comical way. I don't think they were mm-hmm. serious when they said it. <laughs> Maybe they didn't even know that I would hear it and was just in their own way. Ha, ha boo. But <laughs> who knows? But true, very true. Mine was at the school, of course. Um, when I was with the the paranormal analytical everybody would get to hear disembodied voices i wouldn't hear anything so you know time would pass by and then at the school i told the principal and we were talking because she was into the paranormal stuff also so i told her you know what i have never heard a disembodied voice i said everybody else in the group has heard you know hey did you hear that i just heard a voice you know and everybody would hear him. And she goes, oh, well, she goes, you'll hear it one day. So then that was, I'm just going to say it was on a Wednesday. Thursday, the very next day, a teacher came into the cafeteria when I was cleaning the restroom. I was mopping the, the restroom. And she goes, they used to call me Mr. A. Hey, Mr. A, how you doing? I said, oh, how you doing? Okay, doing all right and everything. You know, so then. She just came and got something and left out of the cafeteria because those restrooms were in the cafeteria. And then I went back to work. And mind you, this was the very next day. I I went back to work and then I hear, hey, Mr. A. And I looked out, same voice. There was nobody. There was nobody. And I said, did I just hear my first disembodied voice? And it was mimicking. So... It was pretending to be the teacher. Nice. And there was nobody around because it was she had to pass right there, you know. So I went and told the principal. I was all excited. I got to hear my first disembodied voice. But mind you, it was the very next day that I told the principal I had never heard anything like that. I wonder if they were they heard you say that. Yes. And decided to have a little fun with you and do that. I'm gonna say uh-huh. yes because because it was the very next day. And uh of course I could count on Dan say boo hoo. <laughs> <laughs> I I knew somebody would I figured it was either gonna be him 
where Matt, since JWoww is here with us, I knew it wasn't going to be him. And, well, it uh, wasn't really in a knock-knock joke, so I couldn't really <laughs> add to that one. <laughs> yeah, true enough. And Waha, um, <laughs> no. Uh, Waha, to quickly sum that up for you, was a name that me and Lee was thinking about for the group. You make a fun of me? Was Waha, which would have stood for Warren Area Haunting Association. But the rest of the group felt that wasn't... <laughs> Wasn't professional enough to to put on a serious face with what we do. They figured I thought it was catchy. Like, who are you gonna call? Waha. <laughs> we were we were. I, I could see an image of Dick Dastardly on the shirt. <laughs> I think of the merchandising when that could have been. <laughs> yeah, but that was pre Fedora phase, though. Very true. Very true. Oh, um, I always <laughs> I, I I've been wearing fedoras for quite a few years now, though. So. Um, Looks cool. And wasp army was a what was wasp army? I I mean I know what it is, but how would you describe it? This was I believe Jay was idea. Oh no, it was your idea. Uh, was it? It was you. Maybe it was, it was all you. you. I came up with a poster, but it was off of your idea. You know, kind of like a, a Kiss Army. We were we mentioned like the Wasp Army for uh, <laughs> for those that liked us and followed us. I think this came up with our first year of being a group. Was uh, join the Wasp Army? Be part of the, like the first couple months. <laughs> that might be true. And, and you know, I said jokingly, of course, please don't try to. Sue me, Gene Simmons, or anybody, but I, I wasn't serious when I said this. Um, hunting down the demon as a paranormal group, you know, uh, Gene Simmons and <laughs> Lisa, we probably would end up in jail and and uh, in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, you should have probably went with Ozzy Osbourne instead. Yeah, but he wasn't proclaiming to be a demon. Yeah, but him and his son hunt down paranormal stuff, don't they? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, Jack and Ozzy does now, yeah. Uh, Matt says he's got you, J-Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ozzy got me. Hey, uh, Scott, I have a question <laughs> for you. He brought up talking about Waha and Wasp Army. Uh, sure, Alex. Okay, you mentioned demon, correct? Correct. Okay, now... When you get scratched, is it a pissed off spirit or is it demonic? Could be either or. Um, I believe probably about 90 to 95% of the time it's just a spirit. That's bad. Even I feel even the, the doing the three scratches of people associated with demons and such to mock me. Right. I don't fully believe that every time that's a sign of de uh, being demonic, in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. I think you got to take the situation as a whole and then base it off that. I mean, it could definitely be a very good sign that there's a demonic activity, but mm -hmm. I've always wondered that because, you know, 
there were pissed off people in this world, you know. So when oh, they die, is I still pissed off or do or demonic, you know? Uh, uh, you know that's like you said, it can go either way. I uh, I just believe that there's a lot of people that want to. As soon as anything seems bad or evil it's automatically to the de uh, demonic nature right and I don't believe that's the case I agree because you know they are pissed off too Matt says scratches aren't necessarily bad either could just be for attention as well well you know yes, I like scratch across your arm or something yeah okay I get that but if you're bringing up welts and and Get, that's a little more than just needing attention. <laughs> yeah, very true. And Dan says the same thing, or just scratch and get your attention. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I guess I I shouldn't say that. Um, I guess sometimes maybe they don't know their own energy, or the spirits are thinking. You know, are so excited that they're being contacted. I guess I can see where that could get a little more deeper scratches. But I get, once again, I think if you take the case as a whole, you'll be able to discern what's more evil in nature as opposed to a a poltergeist or a you know just a scratch. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we got spammer number three. <laughs> um, the great thing about YouTube is they're pretty quick with them and they get rid of the comments pretty quick. So, yeah, you've got some spam comments. <laughs> I don't recommend anybody going to their sites. Um, I don't know what they are. Maybe they're the nicest people in the world. I don't know, but I don't recommend going to them. <laughs> the Fedora doesn't endorse it. Exactly. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I'd be careful. Um, like you said, in your situation, it wasn't in, um, at school. It wasn't scratches a three. And you don't seem like um, cool. Like there's a lot of dark energy in that school. Is there? Or you believe there is? The only time that I felt that was when it when I had to change the dispensers out, and it could be territorial that it was mad, you know. I'm thinking, in my unprofessional opinion, and not being there with no connection whatsoever, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm thinking you're probably right when you say territorial. I'm thinking you were changing its its area, and it just wanted to let you know that. Boy, it did. <laughs> <laughs> twice <laughs> so yeah so i i mean and i believe that's like with people's homes um when they True. start remodeling and such i believe that's when you get the activity and such or even as investigators we we tell people after we've been in their homes for questioning and such don't be surprised if activity picks up all right because well that's true we're there, we're new, we're asking about them, and mm -hmm. ultimately, 
a lot of times the the people that invite us in wants everything gone. Yeah. True. Very true. Uh, one of the unfortunate things is we ran into this a few times, and I'm sure Jay could back me up on this, is where we'll go in, do what we have to do, and then the people, the clients, feel that emptiness and almost invites these things back in because they that's they got used to living that way. Not yeah, sure. like nothing's falling anymore. Nothing. I don't hear nothing, right? All right. I don't know if you've experienced that with the teams you've been part of, but um, yeah, they just, they're used to that attention, not only from, like you said, things falling around and such and, and that energy, plus, you know, talking to people, be it teams, be it friends, be it whoever, family, they just don't have that attention anymore. And some people just don't know how to handle that. What I experienced is that when we go do investigation, the client is like, well, come on, do something. You've been doing it. You're not doing it because they're here. Right. Definitely. And, and we've seen that. Um, Jay, you look, you look like you were uh, kind of bored there. You got any questions? No. Just agreeing with that. I just remember the one client that we had that Ian Angel did follow-ups with. They actually got so attached to us, they even offered to live with us. They wanted to live with us. <laughs> they literally wanted to live with us. Wow. That's the yeah. other thing is the aftercare. Um, it's, it's tough because we want to be there for them because they're learning to live without this stuff. And we want to make sure that we're helping them not to have these things come back. Where mm -hmm. It's a fine line of one to step away and and let them live their lives and when not to, you know, we don't want to do it too early, but we don't want to have them living with us. <laughs> yeah. Well, you probably remember the family that I've been talking about though, right? Uh, not in particular. Uh, send me a message later because I'm sure we got mentality <laughs> things and all yeah. that. Um, I, I think I have a vague idea, but not 100%. Um, but, yeah. Have you, uh, and I don't know if Jay could piece together what I'm thinking of, but have you ever had investigations where you get the one and then there's like three or four houses within several blocks, like the whole area seems to be? paranormal activity I've, i haven't had that no we've experienced that ourselves where there's they weren't well we did have some next door neighbors but we i think personally the one was just trying to get the attention because the other one was but mm -hmm. outside of that there was several blocks away and so down the road and such where the people weren't connected but yet there was an they were having something. They're having activity there. Right. Uh, Dan, thanks for stopping in again tonight. Gotta have you and Ale back on. Um, Ale See you, Dan. Game. Right, He's, Dan. Uh, Wisconsin area side of paranormal up there, just outside of Canada. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, 
great group of people. If you get a chance, go check out their Facebook page, um, Wisconsin Area Paranormal Society. Um, yeah, he's uh, Dan himself. He does a haunted house attraction. I don't think it's a house, but a haunted building attraction, you know, like where you go in and get scared and such. And uh, mm. every... I, I don't think it's year round. I think it's only around Halloween and such. So that's his thing. And I believe he says that place is um, not only haunted with his actors, but has activity in that building as well, which I guess <laughs> that could be interesting. I suppose when I pass away, if I had the option of, of haunting a place or, or mm. afterlife living a place, I think that'd be kind of fun, huh? Scaring people. That's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, because uh, when they get touched, there ain't nobody there. <laughs> right, and and nobody's really gonna chase you away from that because, well, exactly. So you're almost like a safe house. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Um, he's still here long enough to say yes. Just October and really haunted too. So yeah, like I said, mm. like kind of a safe house where you just kind of scare people and uh hang out <laughs> <laughs> but it, it looks what, like what state are y'all in we're in pennsylvania pennsylvania, pennsylvania. now what's the yeah. most haunted place in pennsylvania <clears throat> there's eastern several state. locations eastern state uh, yeah Waverly eastern state, right? PA too, have y'all have y'all gone there no no we have not been fond of those pay-to-play places, as I like to call yeah. them. Um, one, because we're broke people, or at least I am. <laughs> I'm the same way. And uh, two, I just, personally, I don't like to pay. Though, I'm, I'm kind of changing my views on that a little bit. Like, I went to Hillview Manor, me and my significant other, last summer, summer before. Hillview Manor is a a poor house that is I won't say it's abandoned, but a very active location and now turned into a pay to investigation investigate type place. It's empty, but you could go in and tour and such. And mm -hmm. that was pretty decent. And uh, it was nice to where we could go in, do what we had to do. And leave and not worry about getting evidence reviewed and, and giving it to the people and such. So so I kind of like that idea. Cool. Um, you there and get what you get, right? And that's, that's basically right. what you get. Right. And that's kind of nice because you're not on no time frames. You don't have to worry about, well, it's been three weeks. And, you know, we're just finishing up with the... 48 hours of video and that and audio <laughs> yeah i know right um, that's the longest but the two places I, I wouldn't mind going to eastern penn that's an old jail i don't know if you've heard of it and uh waverly hills and i've said this on other shows where i don't know if i'd be so fond about going to a closed down insane asylum yeah i think i remember you mentioning that well my thoughts behind that is um these people were not right in mind when they were alive 
to begin with. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if they were to go on to say their respected locations after they pass heaven or wherever, right. um, that's one thing I believe their minds will be straightened out there. But I think if they stay back in earth, their minds are still going to be a little twisted and not right per se. And so mm -hmm. that's, that's where my point. concern would be. I'd be a little more nervous about there than anywhere else. But if my my guy Jaywall here was behind me, I might be a little more braver. <laughs> no, I I wouldn't be afraid of going in there. I'd be all for it. You you would do Waverly Hills? Yeah. I'm not afraid of insane asylums or state hospital grounds or anything like that. Now, now see, you're twisting my words. I didn't say afraid. Uh, you alluded to it. I guess <laughs> you wouldn't do it by yourself, but you would do I, it if there was someone cautious. with you. I would be more alert. I would be more prepared. You would be wetting your tidy whities. <laughs> Fine, I won't wear none that night. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different situation. <laughs> but no, I'd, I'd be all for it. Well, I'll keep, I'll keep do you have to pay mind. for that one? You do, you do, you do. Um, yeah, there's a lot of places now that you you gotta pay for. Unfortunately, now that people are aware that you can make good money off this, yep. yeah, they're they're doing. Even it. here in Texas, there's there's a bunch of them like that. Black Swan in Yorktown Hospital. Yeah. See, and I, I'm sure they're not ten bucks for the night. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> they range anywhere in from anywhere from two, three. I think the most I've heard was five, five hundred. Yeah, see, like the uh, the Hillview Manor I was speaking of, they do tours, and you could do like a tour with an investigation at the end of the time, and that was like forty bucks. But to do a full out investigation with the use of being able to share the evidence was $400 for like 10 people. Yeah. So. I will share with y'all in Hallettsville, Texas, old Lavaca County jail. That is a, that is a, a very, very haunted jail to old. Um, I got my best picture of an inmate hanging himself. Really? Yeah, I have to send you that one. Please um, do. I actually used the the old Polaroid camera. And yeah, that one worked perfect. It's it's like it picks up the images in total darkness, you know, and the flash it has it works together because I mean I got the face and where the pipe was, where it was hanging of the inmate. Hmm. Interesting. You okay, Jay? Oh, yeah. All right. Why does it look like you're in daylight there? I'm right beside a lamp. Yeah, but doesn't, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but doesn't it look like the sun's shining through the window? I agree. <laughs> well, I'm just saying what it looks like. I, <laughs> I know, know you're I got a lamp 40, too right there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think you're 40 minutes away from me. It's dark as I'll get out here. <laughs> No, I think I'm about there. Is that better for you? <laughs> oh, you're you're. That looks like my. That looks like my picture now. Maybe just like a Christmas tree. There you go. There you go. 
please let me down. My I got my lamp right there too. See that light? <laughs> no. Hi, Angel. <laughs> Hello. Don't Hi. smack him too hard, okay? <laughs> um, there is one place that I'd like to check out that can pay, but it seemed reasonable to me. Uh, it was like a couple hundred dollars. It's a bed and breakfast, so you have the whole place. You got three or four rooms. It's in Ohio. I believe it's called the Inspiration House or something along those lines. And, and I liked it because you you had, it's almost like you're paying for three hotel rooms. You have full access and all that. But uh, gentlemen, it is yes. the two-hour mark. Oh, that's bedtime. <laughs> yeah, I'm not normally up. Well, lately I've been up this late. I got to get back on a work schedule. Normally I'm in bed by 7, 7.30 when I'm at work and for work and such. But the last month I've been up till 11, 12, <laughs> 1. But you've also been sick too, so. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. For like a, for like a week or so, I slept nonstop. It was crazy. But anyways, that's a different story, I guess. But uh, thank you guys for coming on. I really appreciate it. Alex, we will do a full interview when we're able to schedule something. Okay, yeah, I appreciate it. If Thanks for asking for that. tonight. Oh, no, I mean, I appreciate you hanging out with us. We were kind of getting a little derailed there. And <laughs> <laughs> we're just chatting about everything and anything. And uh, yeah, I'd love to talk. I'd love to talk paranormal. Yeah, we don't get derailed all the time. We do too. Um, I know I do. That's one thing I like about doing these shows is I get to meet new people and hear new things. Um, so it's always fun. But um, look forward to the pictures, and I'll see y'all pretty soon. CJ, Scott, thank see you. Thank you, hey, everybody. If you're listening. Y'all have a good one. Replay and all that. <laughs> all right, thanks. You want to get this done for your mom, don't you? <laughs> all right, Jay. You have a great night. <laughs> you too. I'll you shoot you a message afterwards. What's that? I'll show you the message of the place afterward. You probably would remember it. Probably as soon as you send it, I'll remember. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you jumping on and saving my bacon another night. I'm just surprised you didn't remember you had a feed going tonight. I didn't even remember my paycheck this week. They got a hold of me. They're like, uh, you want us to mail you your check or you'd like to come in? I'm like, what? Check? That's next week, isn't it? Like, <laughs> they're like, no. So, so yeah, you... I'm I'm way off schedule. Well, at least you're getting paid for the time off, though. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. The transit has treated me wonderful through this whole thing. And Good I thought about man. going back there saying, take your time. I'm starting to wonder if they even want me back. They're paying me to stay away. <laughs> no, they, they want you back. Who's going to run the Sheffield run for you? For them, no, huh? No doubt. Nobody permanently, anyways. Anyways, Wow, Angel, nice seeing you guys and hearing you guys. <laughs> and I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, talk to you later. Later. Okay, my friends, another Saturday night wrapped up in the books. Generally, it's not 11 o'clock at night. Generally, I'm done by whatever. Um, I appreciate 
those that stuck with us and uh, appreciate those that didn't. I appreciate everybody. In other words, um, I'm not exactly sure if I'll remember to be on time next time. I'll do my best. I'll set up all kinds of alarms with Google and all that to keep myself on track. Um, I will see you guys soon. Um, if something comes up before that, I'll pop in and let you guys know. If it's little, I'll just leave a post. If it's something a little more personal or whatever, I'll stop and do a live feed. So um, with that, my friends, have a wonderful Saturday night. And as always, stay spooky. Thank you.